Welcome to another inspirational message from Church on the Rock Pile. Thank you for listening. And if you would like more information, you can visit us at www.therockchurch.co.za. I absolutely love Christmas, don't you? I truly believe it's the most wonderful time of the year. And for me, it's also an annual reminder to a world that can too often live without a God awareness. Now go with me to Luke 2 verse 10. It says this, And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news. I bring you good news of a great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Can somebody thank God for Jesus today? Anybody watching me grateful for Jesus? Okay, babe, you've got to know something. Today, I've got good news and I've got bad news for you. What do you want to hear first? Okay, I'll give you the bad news first. The Bible says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes on him, watch this, shall not perish. The bad news is that you can perish if you don't believe in him. It's when we reject God's offer of salvation, you know, the forgiveness of sins, the, the reconciliation to him, that the good news becomes the bad news. And the truth is, I don't need anybody to tell me that I'm lost without God, that my life is less than perfect. I already know that. I know my own weaknesses, and I think that you probably know yours better than anybody else. But I also know that there's a God-shaped hole inside every single one of us, and we try and fill it with fame and fortune and, and relationships or whatever we think will make your life happy. But no matter how much you try, if you don't fill it with God, you will still feel empty. In the Bible, King Solomon writes about uh, this whole topic. In the book of Ecclesiastes, he is considered to be the wisest man that ever, ever lived. And he said this, you know, I took it upon myself to build vast and great projects. I built the greatest gardens and the greatest buildings. I amassed for myself, you know, uh, every pleasure possibly known to man. You know, I withheld no desire from my life. And he says at the end of it all, it's vanity. It's just chasing after the wind. So the bad news outside of God, life just doesn't make sense. But here's the good news. For God so loved the world that he gave. That's what Christmas is all about. You cannot fully appreciate how good the good news is unless you understand the bad news. And the good news gets even better when you understand the bad news. Are you with me? It's a bit like this. There's this young Italian boy, and his name is Luigi. His mom is a single parent, and they don't have much, and, you know, they're very poor. So Luigi goes to his mom and tells her what he wants for Christmas. And he says to her, Mom, I want a BMX bicycle for Christmas. And she goes, Luigi, you know your mama, she worked very hard. You know, she got no money. You must go and you must pray to baby Jesus. They were a very religious family. And they had the nativity scene on the mantelpiece. So little Luigi goes and writes a note to baby Jesus. And he says, dear baby Jesus, I promise to be a good boy for a one week. One week. Could I please have a BMX bicycle? He puts the note next to Jesus in the nativity set. 
He goes outside and immediately catches himself in trouble. And he comes back inside shaking his head. I should not have a promise to be a good boy for a whole wide week. It's impossible. So he goes and writes a new note. Dear Peppy Jesus, I promise to be a good boy for one day, one day. Could I please have a BMX bicycle? So he goes outside and not long, he pushes his brother over, picks up a rock, he smashes a window. So he goes back inside and he writes, Dear Peppy Jesus, I promise to be a good boy for one hour. Could I please have a BMX bicycle? Almost straight away, he smells those beautiful mince pies that his mother is baking for Christmas. And he steals one and he realizes that he couldn't even be good for one hour. So he gets a great idea. He goes back to the nativity scene and he carefully takes Mary down and wraps her in a towel. He takes her to his room and hides her in his cupboard. He then gets out a pen and paper and he starts writing. Dear baby Jesus, if you ever want to see your mother again. <laughs> I think that's a very funny story. But the truth is we all need a savior. We cannot do it on our own. How many people here today online are grateful that God so loved the world that he gave Jesus you know, for my life, for your life. No one deserves it. There's nothing we could have done to earn it. God knew we couldn't get ourselves together, so he came. Before Jesus was born, the Bible talks about how there had been 400 silent years, 400 years where there was no prophetic voice. There were no songs being sung. You know, that were inspired by God. There was just silence. It's almost as if God had a divine pause that he said, waiting for the announcement of the birth of Jesus. And so it was a time when people were leaning in a little extra. And in that moment, an angel comes and declares to Zechariah and he says, you'll have a son and his name will be John. He was talking about John the Baptist. Then six months later, the same angel appears to Mary in Luke 1, reading from 26. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you are highly favored in the Lord. I mean, what would you do if an angel came up to you and said that to you? This was an amazing announcement. The angel said to her, you will conceive and give birth to a son. In other words, God will place inside of you the seed of God and you will have a child and you are to call him Jesus and he'll be the savior of the world. And my first thought today is this. If Jesus is inside of you, he's got to show. It wasn't long before Joseph saw that she was pregnant especially for you Christians watching me today. If Jesus in you, he's got to show. The angel said, Mary, you are blessed. You are highly favored. Do you know what the word blessed means? In the Amplified, it means this, happy. And the Bible says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Christians listening to me, if Jesus is inside of you, you should be happy. You know, it's got to be showing, not depressed, but happy. Amen. Because of Jesus in his presence, there is fullness of joy. Another word for blessed means fortunate. And I've learned this. Even when bad things happen, God works all things for good. 
I know this, I'm blessed because God is on the inside of me. Lastly, it also means envy. There ought to be something about the life of a believer who is Jesus on the inside of them. Listen to me, that other people look at your life and want what you have. There should be something on your life where people go, man, what is that? You know, whatever it is, I want some of that. And so Christian, what is it on the inside of you? Whatever it is, it's got to show. If God is on the inside of you, it's got to come out of you. God wants you blessed. He has a purpose and a plan for each and every single person. And if you do not come to Jesus, we cannot fulfill this purpose. The first Christmas when Jesus was about to be born, there was no room for Mary and Joseph at the inn. So they were sent to a stable. And after he was born, Jesus was placed in a manger, which is nothing more than a feeding trough for animals. And so for many people, they still have no room for Jesus. Every Christmas, maybe even Easter, they pull him out and they say, season's greetings, oh, happy Xmas. No, no, I'm a merry Christmas person. Christmas celebrations, Christ's mass, Merry Christmas. And we did all this that we've done today, the planning and the practices for the celebration, especially because we want people to meet Jesus this Christmas season. And for many people, they still have no room for Jesus. Every Christmas and maybe Easter, they pull him out and they say, season's greetings, happy Xmas. No, no, no. I'm a Merry Christmas person. I'm celebrating Christ. And we did all the planning and the practices for this celebration, especially because we want people to meet Jesus this Christmas season. And right now, you might be one of those who have had no room for him. You know, there's been no place for him in your life. You relegated him to the outskirts of history. But something in you knows that, 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 that God vacuum, that, that God-shaped hole is empty. And you need Jesus to fill it. That is the Christmas story. Is this Christmas bad news or good news for you? Come, let's pray. I want to pray for everyone here online. And if you're a person who says, Mark, I don't know, you know, what's going on in my life. As you speak, Mark, I don't know Jesus like, you, like, like you're talking about. Wouldn't this Christmas season be the best season of all for you to make your peace with God? For you to understand that God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have life everlasting. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and you might have it to the full. That you may be blessed, happy, favored, fortunate, envied. And so if you say to me, Mark, that's me. Please include me in your prayer. You know, or maybe once you prayed a prayer and you know today that you're just not with God like you once were. I'd love also to pray for you. If you're online, just click the button, you know, that you're making the decision to give Jesus your life today. But if that is you and in your heart you are saying, Mark, include me in your prayer. Then my prayer this Christmas season is that you would know God, that you would meet Jesus, the Prince of Peace. I could think of no better time than this Christmas. So if that's you, just say this after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you today, this Christmas season, to come into my life, to make yourself real to me. I receive you now as my Lord 
and my Savior. In Jesus' name. Wow, what an incredible decision you made if you've just made that decision. God has come to your life. You are a new creature. You are facing 22 with a new hope within your spirit. You are blessed by God. You've got to know that. Now, this coming Saturday is Christmas. Can you believe it? One week away from Christmas. Wow, what a week lies ahead of us. I will see you on Saturday. But until then, share hope, show kindness, and let's all just shine Jesus.